Welcome to the Blissing Out Podcast. I'm so grateful you are here and I know you were brought here for a reason. My name is Katie Benford and I'm the founder and creator of the spiritual development brand, Blissing Out. Have you ever envisioned yourself living as your highest self, enjoying all of the luxury and all of the abundance that life has to offer? Well, you came to the right place. I'm a master manifestation, life and success coach, and I'm here to help you overcome your limiting stories through subconscious breakthroughs so you can begin manifesting a reality that your wildest dreams will be jealous of. My intent with this podcast is to share tips, tricks, stories, and empowerment so you can begin breaking down your limiting beliefs, rebuilding your identity, and truly begin embodying the most abundant version of yourself. Consider this podcast your weekly dose of manifestation tips, spirituality, and perspective shifts with some productivity and encouragement sprinkled in too. Thank you so much for being here, and I'm so grateful you pressed play today. Now let's create some bliss together. babe, I just wanted to tell you that in this episode, there are a few trigger warnings in terms of body image. And I wanted to make sure that you know this before you proceed in case you do struggle with body image issues. Make sure you are listening to this with a trusted adult or someone that you trust and that you can speak to after. Thanks. Hello, my beautiful babes, and welcome back to the Blissing Out podcast. It's Katie. I'm so excited to be here today to talk about Perception is projection. And this topic was one that I featured on a poll that I recently did on Instagram because I'm always wanting to hear what you guys want to talk about or what you want to hear about um, and what you want my thoughts on. And this topic is actually really hard to speak on because it is very complex. uh, And there's a lot of different things that go into it in different aspects and different viewpoints that I'm going to talk about, but I'm so excited to talk about it because it is something that I'm constantly trying to pick apart and I'm learning more on consistently. So, and this is such a funny topic because I, and I was very surprised that this was actually the one that people wanted me to talk about um, this week because it is a topic that typically triggers a lot of people. Um, and that's why I was very surprised when this topic was the one that won on my poll on Instagram. Um, but nonetheless, I am here to talk about it because it seems like there are a lot of people that either want to know more about it or they have no idea what it is or they have no clue how it actually could be possible or true and they want insight as to, you know, how this is actually the basis of our reality and how we create our reality. So this concept of perception is projection was actually conceived by Carl Jung, who you may or may not remember from, you know, like your psych 101 class in college. If you went to college, I remember talking about Carl Jung in that class. Um, But Carl Jung was a psychologist who was huge on projection. And I have been reading about it a lot recently um, and been reading about him and just his teachings that I needed this to be an episode as well. So within projection and why we project and why it's actually necessary for people to project things onto the people around us, there's obviously a lot to unpack. And I'm not going to be able to get to every single thing, um, obviously, within this one episode. Um, but there may be different you know, aspects that come up as I'm doing my own research that I might be able to do different episodes on later on. But the basic idea of perception is projection is that you can only experience things that are already going on within you internally. Um, And another example of this or something that is more, 
based on spirituality is the law of mirrors and that whatever is going on in our external reality is actually also going on internally or else we wouldn't even be able to experience it. Um, So your beliefs basically will be projected onto or out into your physical reality. And this is one reason why we actually become triggered as well, which I'm actually going to touch on later. But Carl Jung always said that projection is a key to human life and our psychological development because it actually points to darker things about ourselves that we have not looked at because it's actually going on within the unconscious mind. So motives, there could be beliefs there, there could be memories there. The the way that we actually shine a light on those darker things and those shadows is actually by projecting them onto other people. And The reason why we do this is because it helps us build awareness so we can actually look within and heal it from a spirituality standpoint. And I've been studying this for a while and I can tell you that when I go through something negative in my life, um, regardless of what it is, you know, if I don't have enough money or I don't have, you know, any type of like special relationship in my life, anything that would be perceived as negative is also going on within my mind, aka within my belief systems. And I've gotten in the habit of actually finding the place within myself that created that negative situation. I have been living at cause for, I would say, about a year, fully living at cause and not looking back and not blaming my circumstances on anybody or anything outside of myself. And whenever I get triggered by someone or something, I actually have made it a huge point in my life to look within and say, okay, Katie what part of me needs to be healed in order for this to no longer bother me in order for this behavior or this information that I'm taking in to no longer bother me. What part of me needs to be looked at, understood and let go and set free. And I can tell you that every single time I've again had something negative happen in my life. So like recently I can tell you that I've had difficulties with dating and it's actually getting better because I have been shining a light on all of those beliefs that were telling me that there's no good guys out there. There's, you know, I'm never going to meet anyone that accepts me as me. I'm never going to find someone that, you know, really just truly loves me and doesn't want anything to change about me. I had those beliefs for so long and they were so ingrained in my mind that the moment that I've actually like shined a light on those beliefs and looked at them and said, okay, why do I believe this to be true? And I understood them. That is when I've actually seen men show up in my life and want to take me out on dates and tell me that they really like who I am as a person and that, you know, the things that they're attracted about or attracted to about me are things that I like also have been working towards on myself, like my mindset and my belief system. So I'm telling you that every time I've had a hard time in my dating life, it's because I looked at my beliefs and I saw that I was actually projecting those beliefs out into the dating world by saying that there's no good guys out there. There, you know, no guys that would want me or whatever it was that I was believing at the time. Those beliefs were being projected by the people, experiences, and things that I was experiencing. So I was basically going out into the dating field and, or the dating field, I always call it the dating field (laughs) because like the workforce, I don't know, I always say like the dating field, but um, I was going out into the dating world and I was attracting people, places, things, experiences that were in alignment with those beliefs of I'm never going to meet someone for me. So that is just a small example of how perception is projection and whatever I was perceiving to be true about the dating world was what I was experiencing every single time until I have looked at my beliefs and really taken the time to understand them and let them go. 
So we are always projecting what we perceive to be true about ourselves and the world around us. So when we pick up on information, that information is either going to trigger us or it's not going to trigger us. But the trigger is actually caused by our projection of our own belief that may or may not be hurtful. So for example, if someone hurts you or insults you and you become triggered, it could be because you hold a similar belief about yourself and that insult is actually shining a light on that hurtful belief that you currently hold about yourself. And I want to say that again because I know that, again, this topic is so complex and it can be really hard to wrap your mind around. Um, but when you are triggered by something, if someone insults you, you're triggered, it could be because you hold a similar belief and that insult has shined a light on that hurtful belief that you hold about yourself. Likewise, if you insult someone, that is when perception is projection and that's when it comes into play because when you are triggered by someone and it, and it leads you to insult that person, it's because you recognize a trait within that person that is also going on within yourself. You cannot recognize a negative trait within someone else unless it also exists within yourself. Likewise, again, if you can recognize something positive in someone, and this is where I really like to focus because I feel like we get so caught up in, oh my gosh, perception is projection. If I'm noticing something negative in that person, that means it's going on with me within myself as well. However, it's missed often that when you recognize something positive in someone else, that means that it's also going on within yourself or else you wouldn't be able to recognize it. And one main reason and one here's just like a very um, different aspect of perception is projection um, is just triggers in general. So one reason that perception is projection is when we get triggered by something. Um, and it's because that's also going on within us that we haven't healed or looked at deeply enough. So when we have something that comes up in our external reality and it really triggers us, it's because it reminds us of something that maybe happened in the past that is triggering that pain to come to the surface. And the, the way that we can get rid of that pain and we can actually move through that pain is by looking at it and understanding it and sitting with it and not trying to turn it into anything else and just understanding why it's there. And that's when we're going to be able to look within and no longer perceive that information as a projection of ourselves. So angry, happy, sad, whenever, you know, we are in those states, those are all states which are created by us taking in information which we take in about 126 bits of information at any given moment out of nearly 2 million bits. And then that information goes through filters. And those filters are our beliefs, our values, memories, time, location, etc. And then our reaction based on those filters, are that is what will create our state. So it is really easy to say, you know, that person made me angry, that person made me mad, that person made me sad. That person made me feel a certain way. Yes, that information that is coming to you may make you feel a certain way, but the reality is, is that you are the one who is choosing to feel that way. So again, it is easy to say that person made me angry, but scientifically their words or actions are just being picked up on by you. And then they're going through what you already believe to be true about yourself and the world and it's creating a state that then you can either take responsibility for or you can blame on them and then stay in victim's mindset. So realistically, we're the only ones that can create our, like physically create our state. We are the only ones that can say, 
I feel sad right now, or I'm going to make myself feel more happy so I can avoid feeling sad, or I can work through the sadness, and then I'm going to focus on something that makes me more happy. You are the only one that can physically create your state. No one can come up to you and say, right now you feel angry, you feel sad, you feel hurt. Right now you feel happy and your state is going to change. That's not going to happen. So you're the only one that can physically create your state. And yes, information that's brought to you that may be hurtful, it can definitely impact your state. But ultimately, it's usually because that information reminds you of a similar time where you've been hurt or a piece of yourself that is considered a shadow, a quote unquote shadow, and that's the part of shadow work that you haven't healed yet. So when we actually begin to take responsibility for how we're feeling, and instead of saying like, you made me mad, you say your actions were picked up on by me and I chose to react in a way where I felt mad. That is when you're living truly at cause and you are taking responsibility. And that's when you say, okay, from there, because I chose to react in a angry way, or I chose to react in a way that made me feel sad or mad or angry, what part of myself needs attention that is the part of myself that's feeling that way? And what part of myself is the the part of myself that's feeling angry or sad that needs attention and needs to be worked through? So here's an example. (laughs) Um, This is something that I actually went through yesterday, which I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but I went to see one of my family members and I hadn't seen this family member in about a year and a half. Okay. And every single time I have seen this family member within, I would say the last like four or five years, maybe three, four years, um, they have always commented on my weight. And I used to be stick thin, okay? When I was in college, I used to be really thin. I was playing softball. And then once I stopped playing softball, I got into partying, which was not the best way to handle my health. And it obviously made me drop weight. And I have always been pretty thin. Um, But over the last, you know, eight months or so, I've been really working hard on my diet. And I've been really working hard on just making lifestyle changes that are going to benefit my health in the best way possible for me. I've been going to Pilates. I've been doing a lot of work on my mindset around my body and feeling at home in my body and just feeling good in my body because ultimately like we're going to gain weight from when we were 18 to 28 you're going to gain some weight. You're no longer a little girl. You know, you are a woman now and you're going to look more womanly. But regardless, (laughs) um, I went to see this family member and she asked, um, what size I was and she has no filter. Like I know that about her. I know, you know, it's not anything to do with me. It's just her, again, her own, she's, she is projecting her perception of herself onto me, but she asked what size I was, like what size clothing I was wearing. And I said, oh, I'm like about a six. Typically I would say like, obviously sizes change, but I would say I'm about a six. And she said a six. Wow. I would have said more like a 10 or a 12. And my initial reaction, you guys, I was fucking so hurt. I was like on the verge of tears sitting there. I'm like, holy shit, I've been working so hard on like my health and my body and my wellness. And for someone to say that I look three to four sizes bigger than I am, like, don't get me wrong. I literally wouldn't give a fuck if I was a size 10. But for someone to say I look like I'm four sizes larger than I am, my initial reaction was so hurt and I was like so upset. I I wanted to cry. I actually did cry. I called my mom immediately and I was like crying to her and she's like, Katie, don't worry about it. Like, you know, you got to let it roll off, which triggered 
a thought within myself. I'm like, why couldn't I let it roll off? What was the reason why I could not let that comment just roll off and not affect me? And like I said, I was, I was angry. I was, I was very mad. And it was so easy in that moment for me to say, like, she made me feel really sad. But in reality, I was the one choosing to feel that way because I currently, like I said, have been working through the belief that I'm heavier than I should be or that I'm not in good shape in comparison to what I used to be. And I've held that belief for a while, like five or six years, I'd say, because I did gain weight, which is fine. Again, I'm slowly but surely working through these beliefs. But that is the reason why I couldn't just let that comment roll off and be like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter what she says. I've held that belief for such a long time. And so anytime that someone comments on my weight, it's basically shining a light on that belief that is not easy for me to admit that I believe about myself which then creates a state of anger or hurt. But I'm still choosing that anger or that hurt because that belief was triggered within me, if that makes sense. And again, like I said, this this topic's so complex and it is sometimes hard for even me to wrap my mind around it. So I hope this is making sense. But essentially, I took the information, aka I took in her comment of, wow, you look like you're a 10 or a 12. It went through my belief systems of... I'm overweight or that I'm out of shape or that I should be thinner. And then again, it created a state of sadness. So it's not that I'm actually responsible for her actions or that, you know, I'm taking responsibility for her hurtful words. I definitely never condone body shaming. Like, I don't think that anyone should be commenting on anybody's appearance. However, my belief about myself was that I'm overweight, I'm out of shape, I should be thinner. And that was projected out into my physical reality. Therefore, I was triggered by what she said. If I have healed that belief or I had healed that belief already, her comment wouldn't have landed the way it did. I would have been able to let it just roll off and I would have just been able to, you know, let it go. I wouldn't have even expressed or given energy to that comment because I've healed that part of myself and I now believe that I'm at the perfect weight for where I'm at right now. And I know this may not land well with some people. I know that when we actually start to look within, it can be a very arduous process and it can be a process in which, again, is triggering in itself because you realize that when someone does something mean to you and you're triggered by it, it's because it's triggering a belief system or an internal representation that you hold about yourself and it's being it's being brought to light essentially. And it can be really difficult to bring those things to light and actually have the courage to look at the scary parts of yourself. So, and the reason why a trigger even happens in the first place is because that light is being, is being put on your belief that you may not be ready to look at yet. And I want to repeat that a trigger is only a trigger because it's shining a light on a belief system or an internal representation that you hold that you are not ready to look at. And that is why it actually triggers you is because you're like, wait, I'm not ready to look at this scary part of myself right now. I don't want to know about it. I don't even want to think about it. And now this person's bringing it to light. And now I'm triggered and I'm mad at this person for bringing a scary part of myself to light. Again, that's why I was triggered because I have done a lot of work on my mindset about, you know, my body and feeling confident in my body. But it's a work in progress and I'm always going to hold beliefs of, you know, I'm not good enough, especially in today's day and age. It's really hard because not only do you have, you know, social media and you have all these really thin women on Instagram, you also have 
apparently family members that can be saying these things to you. So I'm just telling you that when I got triggered by this comment, it's because I have also held a belief in the past and still kind of probably do hold a belief in my past that I'm not where I'm supposed to be in terms of my health. So again, I know this may not land well with some with people or with some people, but imagine it this way. So let's say someone came up to you and they basically just said a complete truth. They were like, the sky is blue. Something that you truly, truly believe to be true. You would be like, okay, yeah, sky is blue. Take it in, move on, correct? So no trigger would be activated within you because that's information that's already in alignment with your own belief systems. You'd be like, oh, great, this information aligns with my beliefs. I'm going to take it in and move on. Now, let's say that same person came up to you and they said the sky is purple and that you were wrong for believing that the sky was blue um, and that, you know, the sky is 100% purple, but you believe that the sky is blue. You may get triggered by this person saying that you're wrong and that the sky is purple because you actually believe the sky is blue. And so it's not in alignment with what you believe to be true. Therefore, it could trigger that belief of the sky is blue. And why is this person telling me that my belief is wrong? And if you take this one step further, you could even dismiss their information because it's not in alignment with your beliefs and you believe so strongly that the sky is blue that the information doesn't even land. And the way that I can relate this back to my situation is that if I truly held the belief that I was in shape and that I was truly happy with my body and I felt at home within my body, which I typically do, especially recently, I've been doing a lot of work. Like I said, I've been working out more. I've been eating healthy. I typically feel pretty good within my body recently, but I still have work to do. But if I held that belief, if I, if I told myself every single day that I'm in shape, I'm healthy, I'm strong, I'm sexy, whatever it is, if I truly believed that to be true, her comment would not have even bothered me. It would have just rolled off, like I said. It would have just been like, oh, yeah, her belief or her saying that I should, I look like a 10 or a 12 doesn't even land for me because I know that's not true. And so it's not going to trigger me because I don't hold a belief that's, that is, you know, that she's shining a light on that I'm not ready to look at yet. However, I do typically think that I look larger than I am, which is another reason why I was so triggered by that comment, because I sometimes do feel like I look like I'm much larger than I, you know, usually am. And I like to say that I feel good most days, which I do. But the reason why her comment landed the way it did is because I typically or sometimes I will feel like I'm bigger than I am and that's a belief system that I've held for a while um but if I didn't believe that to be true and I I truly believed that I was comfortable in my body and I felt really good in my body that comment would have rolled off so easily because I don't hold that belief and that I would have just completely dismissed the information because it does not fall in alignment with what I believe to be true so when someone triggers you and you're, you're, you know, feeling like you are angry or mad or sad because of that person. It's because they're shining a light on your limiting belief that you're not ready to look at, like I said. And this is what goes back to perception is projection. So one other example of this, just to help you kind of wrap your mind around this, because again, I know it's complex and it's hard to understand sometimes. I want you to think of a bully. And I would imagine that you've been bullied at some point if you're here listening to my podcast because typically I'll attract people who have been through similar situations or, you know, who can relate to my situations. And I've talked about bullying before. So, but if you think back to the person in middle school who, middle school who bullied you, 
And if you really look at them at that age, you can see that they were in pain and they were struggling themselves. They were hurting themselves, so they perceived themselves maybe as ugly or chubby or whatever it was that they bullied you for. They feel that about themselves, but then they project that onto you so they could easily make sense of their own beliefs and continue to hide from their shadows. And again, if you relate this back to Carl Jung too, he said that each person will get rid of painful contents by projecting them onto someone else. So he's basically saying that because it's too painful for this person to admit their own shortcomings, they're going to get rid of those beliefs by projecting them onto someone else so they can hide from the pain. And that's the easiest way for me to explain perception as projection is that whatever they perceive to be true about themselves is what they're ultimately going to be projecting out into the world. And I want to just wrap up this episode with looking within is never easy, you guys. The only time I say actually it is easy is when you're like noticing that someone else has a positive trait and you're like, oh, hell yeah, that means that it's in it's within me too. <laughs> but looking within at your, at your shadows and your negative emotions and your negative beliefs is not going to be easy. It's always the harder route. It's always going to be more difficult than you just saying, well, I don't have any shortcomings and, you know, I don't have anything to work on because I'm perfect or whatever it is. It would be so much easier for you to say that and say, I don't have any shortcomings and I don't have any limiting beliefs. Looking within is always harder. It's always more difficult to say this person triggered me, but why am I triggered? Not this person is triggering me. It's why am I being triggered by this person? That is the question and the the perspective shift that I want you to take away from this is that instead of saying why is or this person is triggering me start asking why is this person triggering me and look within and find that place that's being triggered because this is the fastest route to inner peace is by looking at why you're being triggered the moment that we can look at ourselves and our experiences and shine the light on how we are actually the ones creating the problems is the moment that you will experience inner peace. And when you're going to actually experience peace in general, not just inner peace, but peace in your life, you're no longer going to get pissed off at stupid things because you realize that if that stupid thing pisses me off, it's just a part of myself that needs to be healed. When we actually begin to see that each time we're triggered, it's because there's something within us that is the same that's also when we begin to heal. And when we begin to heal, we open up so much more room in our hearts for abundance and love. And when we begin to heal too, we're also the example for the collective consciousness. And when we begin to understand that everyone is doing the best they can with the resources that they have available, we have so much more compassion. And to be in the energy of compassion is when you're going to be a magnet for your fucking desires. You have to be in the energy of compassion and love and acceptance for you to be in alignment with all that you desire because that is what your desire is vibrating at. That's the frequency that your desires are always going to be vibrating at is the the vibration of compassion, love, acceptance. So everyone is always projecting until they gain the awareness and they begin to project positivity instead of negativity. So by you even listening to this podcast episode, you're taking the first step to actually become aware of what you're projecting and become aware of how you can stop being triggered by the stupid things that are not going to matter in five years and start looking within and see which parts of yourself that need to be healed. 
And to make this full circle as well, projection is a very necessary part of our consciousness because again, it shines a light on what needs to be worked through and healed. That is the, the only way out is through, if you've heard that before. The only way out of your triggers or your negative emotions is through them. You have to work through them and understand them, forgive them, and just let them go. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. I'm so happy that I've been doing more podcasts on my own, and I really just, it makes me so happy to hear your thoughts um, and hear that you are gaining awareness of your mind and your ability to create your dream life. Um, I'm also always open to podcast topics. Um, if you, you know, have any suggestions or you have any topics that are really on your mind and you want to know my thoughts or my perspective, please, please, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm so happy to do a podcast on a topic that you're interested in. And it makes me happy to know that I'm specifically helping, you know, whoever it is. So also, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and tag me. I absolutely love nothing more than hearing what you've learned or how it's helped you. And I love you, babes. I cannot express my gratitude for your support um, and love that you show every single day and for just even pressing play today. So go spread your light. Thank you so much for listening to the Blissing Out podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. Please leave a review below about something you learned. Hit subscribe. And as always, feel free to follow me on Instagram at blissingoutblog. I look forward to your next time tuning in. Spread light.